0: Lord Jesus, we think, about, uh, we think about the day that the universe changed. The day that you stepped into existence as a baby to save us from our sins. And Lord Jesus, today I pray that you would help each one of us to have a, a real grasp of what you did on that day the universe changed. Jesus, would you fill me with your Holy Spirit today? Give me a usable spiritual gift that I might proclaim your word with all of the truth, the excitement, the spiritual unction that your word deserves. And then give us each one a belief and a trust in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. One time I read a magazine article and uh, it was, it was a, maybe I just get into these uh, types of articles, but it talked about uh, that very uh, topic, the day the universe changed. And then uh, it had various uh, things that uh, it believed that changed our existence, at least as human beings. And uh, then it would have a, a, a very much a, a visual and uh, alongside of it, but i 'm going to bring up a couple of them just quickly here, and I want you in your own mind to think about how did the universe change in, in, that, uh, in that time or that when that it came into existence, and one of them was the the hydrogen bomb, and uh, you can think about uh, the good or the bad, but the universe changed at that point. Or what about the invention of penicillin? And uh, of course, there are many uh, other antibiotics now, but uh, when penicillin came into existence, it was a game changer for human beings. And humans now uh, could fight off many of those uh, diseases and things that would uh, kill us even at times. One that they, they thought of was the uh, theory of relativity. And I can think of some like, what about the invention of just the the computer? How has that changed the way that, that we exist today? You know, there are those things and there are those events throughout history that have left the world so that it will never be the same. But I honestly believe what happened there on that Holy night, when Jesus was born, was the greatest of these events, and the world will never be the same again. We looked at that portion of Scripture from Isaiah chapter 9, and it speaks to us about the fact that, yes, the people were walking in darkness and have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. We ask the question, well, was that really pointing to Jesus? Was that, was that something that was pointing to Jesus? And as Maury read the last part of that section of Scripture, uh, we, we notice that it speaks to us about, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And someone explained uh, one time when I was talking about that portion of Scripture, doesn't that speak to us about the Trinity? I had never thought about that before. But we've got the Counselor, the Holy Spirit. We've got Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace, Jesus. That one coming was going to be God, the Trinity. We think about uh, Zacharias quoting this uh, verse. When he thinks about John the Baptist, his son, being the forerunner of the Messiah. And then Jesus himself in Matthew chapter 4 verse 16 at the start of his ministry makes mention of this verse really portraying him. You know, because of what happened uh, with Jesus birth, because of what happened with his life, with his ministry, and yes, even his death, I honestly believe that what happened that holy night when Jesus was born changed the world and it will never be the same. You know, have you ever thought about this? I believe that the hinge of history is on the door of a Bethlehem stable. Have you noticed that time even in our existence is numbered off as before that day and after that day? Every time and maybe some of you like I do don't write checks very often but what do you have to do on the check? You number off how many days it's been, since what? Jesus was born. But think about it, if you have a digital watch, if you have a phone, if you have a tablet, a computer, it's sitting there counting the seconds constantly and every time you make a file or you send an email or you look at the time, what is it telling you? How long it's been since that holy night when Jesus was born. We consider the change that happened. On that holy night and as we do we're going to think about the words of that scriptural hymn O Holy Night that we that we sang and it was great as we sang it because for me it just kept putting more and more emphasis on what did happen when Jesus was before was born let's think of how how the world changed and think about life before that night Isaiah uh, chapter 9, that part that we read there, it, it really speaks to us, doesn't it? The people were walking in darkness, those living in the land of the shadow of death. Living in the land of the shadow of death. You know, David talks about walking, I will not fear as I walk through the, the land of the shadow of death, but... These people were not walking through it. They were living in it. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. The world lay in the darkness of sin. Romans 3.23 All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That exhortation before communion that is read so many times is true especially before that holy night. And it simply says if we examine ourselves, we find nothing in us but only sin and death from which we can in no wise set ourselves free. Yes, before that night, the world lay in the darkness of sin. And the darkness of sin's only hope is death and punishment. The Scriptures make it so clear in Romans chapter five twenty three, the wages of sin, is death. Before that night, the general outlook for the world was, pretty hopeless, wasn't it? But it's much the same way for those who, don't believe in, that one born on that holy night even today. I have a book in my library. Uh, it, it's written by a man by the name of Joseph Daly. Uh, his first, um, he, the first time he titled it, it was called The, the View from the Hurts, and uh, I don't know if he maybe thought twice about that, but uh, he changed it to the last thing we talk about now. But he was a man who had lost a lot of family members to death, including his wife and and in, in the portion that I'm going to share with you, uh, he had just lost his infant son to leukemia. And he had gone to the doctor's office, and uh, he wanted to thank the doctor for all of the help that he had given uh, during that time. And as he walked in, the secretary was there, and, and she, uh, she spoke to him. He was someone that she knew quite well, and, and she said, You see the lady that's sitting over there in the waiting room? Her son also has leukemia, and it's not going very well for her. Could you maybe sit down and encourage her? So he walked over and began to talk to her. And he said, it's hard bringing him in here every two weeks for these tests, isn't it? She said, hard. I die every time. And now he's beginning to sense that something's wrong. Joseph Bailey then said, It's good to know, isn't it, that even though the medical outlook is hopeless, we can have hope for our children in such a situation. We can be sure that after our child dies, he'll be completely removed from sickness and suffering, everything like that, and be completely well and happy. Her response was, If only I could believe that, but I don't. When he dies, I'll just have to cover him up with dirt and forget that I ever had him. She turned back to watching her little boy push a toy car on the floor. The absence of hope, this type of hopelessness was for the whole world, including you and me before that night, if things continued as they were. Oh, holy night. The people were walking in darkness and they were living in the land of the shadow of death. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. But after that night, as Isaiah put it, those living in the land of darkness have seen a great light. The light has dawned. And it's captured in the the words of O Holy Night when it simply says, and yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Because of that night, the world will never be the same. A light has dawned. And we can see it in Christ's mission. Christ's mission was explained in John, the very first chapter, about verse 5. And it simply says there, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. Think about that holy night when Jesus was born. The darkness could not overcome the spiritual light that He was bringing. His ministry. What was it? O Holy Night simply tells us in stanza 3, That his gospel is peace. That's not peace between men, but peace between God and men. We can have peace with God. Think about that. You can have peace with God because of what Jesus did when he came on that holy night. The angels proclaimed it when they said, Glory be to God in the highest and peace to men on whom his favor rests. Isaiah also proclaimed it when he simply prophesied, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to his own way and the Lord has laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity of us all. Yes, that baby born that night brought peace between us and God. That portion of scripture that Maury read explains it so well. God was pleased to have all of his fullness dwell in him and to reconcile to himself all things in heaven and on earth by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Think about this. Because because of what happened that night in which Jesus was born and his life and his death, you have peace With God. Amazing. The hymn goes on to speak to us about how people were bound in the chains of sin. And it simply says, Chains he shall break in stanza three. I love the haven of rest rendition of worthy as the lamb. And it's kind of taken from Revelation chapter 5. And it goes in this way. Hear the cries of the shackled. From the onset of time, for the chains of defeat, there's no key. See the tears of the broken, hear the cries of the slave. Is there no one worthy to set us free? Then the crying is stilled and the chorus rings out. The shackled released from their chains and thousands of voices are swelling the song. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain and has redeemed us to God by His blood. Now this hymn, O Holy Night, simply goes on to repeat some of the most wonderful truths from Scripture. He knows our need. To our weakness He's no stranger. And God simply says to you and to me, cast all of your cares on me. For I know what you need, first Peter chapter five, seven, or the hymn simply says, "In all of our trials he's born to be our friend. What a friend we have in Jesus, all of our sins and griefs to bear. Can we find a friend so faithful? who will all of our sorrows share? Yes, the world was changed that holy night when Yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. But not only was the whole world changed, but our existence personally was changed as well. And stanza chapter one brings that, or stanza one brings that out so well. He appeared, and the soul felt its worth. It's a personal thing. We can all have joy. In the existence of Jesus Christ. A thrill of hope the weary soul rejoices. And what is this hope? As Titus puts it, it's the hope of eternal life. Which God who does not lie before the beginning of time appointed the season and brought the world to light. The hope of eternal life. A thrill of hope. The weary soul rejoices, rejoices to such a degree that songs of sweet hymns in joyful chorus raise we. we're encouraged in the scriptures to, yes, sing songs of hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in our hearts to God. How can we respond to all of this but worship? And yes, O Holy Night brings that out as well. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Behold your king before him lowly bend. This Advent season, worship the king. Fall before the king of kings born in a stable. Yes, there are a lot of events that have left the world so that it is not going to ever be the same. But there's not a one of them that comes close to what happened that holy night when Jesus was born. And thank God the world will never be the same, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Jesus, as we think about what you did when you came to this earth, God incarnate, God becoming one of us, so that you could bring ourselves to you. What can we do besides fall on our knees and worship you and thank you? Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen.